Hey friends, this episode of Drinking with Friends contains adult language and content that isn't suitable for all audiences. So send your kids out back, toss them a bag of goldfish, and let them fight it out like the pack of wolves they really are. Enjoy! Welcome back to Drinking with Friends, the podcast where we get drunk with our best friends, talk about friends, and wonder if Katie is plotting my murder for being late to record. Sure it is. No need to yeah. wonder. Yeah, she is. For sure. No need to wonder. Whoops. Oops. Well, it's, it's been a while since think. we've done this. It's not my fault <laughs> that I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, you can't remember when we say we're doing the podcast and that it's <laughs> Time for us to, it's not time for us to do the podcast. It's 20 minutes past time for us to do the podcast. And then you go, I didn't watch the episode. Oops. There's no one to blame. There's no one else to blame here. Nope. Well, I'm Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Angie. I'm Katie. And I am drunk. <laughs> racks on racks on racks. What are you laughing at, Sam? She's hammered. I'm laughing because Angie said, Do you think she knows what she wants to order? (laughs) Okay, that's funny. Ha ha ha. It is funny. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Rachel at a restaurant that she's never been to or a restaurant that she's been to many, many times will look at the menu for anywhere from five to 45 minutes before deciding (laughs) what she's going to order. You're lowballing it. You're lowballing it. No. Okay. That's aggressive. Mostly it's it's when we go places and people won't stop talking to me. Oh, that's bullshit. You're so popular. You pop your head up and I was like, what? What? And we'll go, nobody talks to Rachel. And then the the waitress or comes. she has and to tell then, her dream. And they're like, all right, so what's everybody going to order? And Rachel's like, well, you tell me which is better. Should I get the chicken or should I get the steak? But here's you know what the surprised oh, me. Here's the thing. important thing about that. Sometimes I do that because they're hot. And I want to talk to them more. We all know that. Listen, uh, yeah. the other piece sure. is that you're not picky at all. I've never seen you get food that you didn't like. So it'd be like, just close your eyes and point to the menu. <laughs> you're going to like whatever you get. Yeah, but I, I feel like you do that some things time. more. What, next, time we go to, next time we go to Osaka, I want you to pick your order based on that and that alone. Just close your eyes. point. For two or three <laughs> things, and then that's it. Yep. That's what you get. You don't know often, so just know the the feel of the menu and the heaviness. Of the <laughs> no, like, where's Buddha's roll? I know the, the Buddha roll is on page four. So it's about on the right hand side, three fours down. Uh-huh. That's actually quite accurate, uh-huh. Sam. Oh wow! <laughs> Guys, what episode are we on? What are we doing here? Nine. All right, we are on episode nine, the one where the underdog gets away. I think it's just yeah, underdog. It's just the one where underdog, not the one where the underdog. Semantic. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that really affected okay. Sam's description of the episode. <laughs> the one where underdog gets away. Uh oh. <laughs> see, I think it did. I think it did. Yeah. Who's underdog? <laughs> the cartoon? The cartoon. Oh. He's a little dog. Yeah, guys. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angie, tell us what you're drinking and that because I need to hear what Sam's oh, in this episode. Sure. I have um a freshly made margarita with a salted mm, rim, yum. of course. Ooh. I love that salt. Ooh. Yeah. You could be a lesbian. What? <laughs> what's what's the, what's the connection? That salty veg, you know. Ew! Uh, wash I don't like yourself. That. Disgusting. I don't like that. You mean wash yourself? It's your body. It's. Salty. I think you should go wash your mouth out with soap. Like what? <laughs> I like your skin is naturally a little salty. Aunt Katie, what, what are you drinking? Arm. I'm drinking. A I'm sweating. So. Polar seltzer. Here it is. Mm. My skin's 
stupid. Salty. Also, that's cranberry. You used cranberry the word raspberry, but cranberry you said cranberry. Sorry. What an know. Her idiot. dick from her. Maybe I'm drunk. Her dick from her dick hole. What's that? Doesn't thing? know shit from right? her dick hole. That's the one. Yeah. Sam, what's she drinking? Oh, chunky. It looks um, like milk. <laughs> so it's a coconut margarita, and there are mm. chunks of real coconut in it. But yeah. I'm gonna say too many chunks. Do you mean chunks of what did you say earlier? Chunks of coconut. Chunks of coconut. Yeah. I can't believe I read the title the way I read. Go ahead. I am drinking to start with a tiny bottle that says dessert wine on it that was last weekend when I went camping with my friends Melissa and Kristen. That's so small. I know. Well, they had just done for this person that we know. Her girlfriend put together a wine and cheese, like paired tasting oh, for like a bunch of their friends and went like apparently drove around and dropped this stuff off for people. Why are we, why aren't one of you like this? I don't know. You could yeah, do that. I was fair. like, wow. But so they got a bunch of these little dessert wine tasters and they were like, it's, I think it's too sweet for them. So they gave it to me. So I thought, do you know what it looks like to be in that not? bottle? Blood. What? A urine no, sample? No, I said, do you, know, do you know what looks like should be in that bottle? Do you, do you know, know what that bottle... Like? <laughs> do you uh... know what looks like should be in that bottle? <laughs> this is Katie sober. That's the scary thing. Ah! Katie's been drinking apple juice. seltzer. Apple juice. Yeah, this says look like a perfect apple, apple juice container. container. Can you see that it says, like, these are cut dessert out letters wine. that say dessert wine on it. Dessert wine. Wow. I see it. Mm-hmm. Sam's face right now. Mm-hmm. Not impressed. All right, Sam. Who do you think the underdog yeah. in this episode was? <laughs> okay. Yeah, for sure. I read this wrong. For sure. All right. Even in my title, it says the underdog. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joe. Ross. <laughs> I can't wait. Sure. Ross is clearly set up as the underdog in this series. So with that being said, I think this is about Ross going out with a dream date that he never thought possible. At first, he thought he was being tricked when she said yes. Once they were on the date, they ended up at a store together and this date stole an expensive sweater. She thought he would take the blame because he's an idiot. (laughs) He rats her ass out. And in turn, she's hot for him. Wow. <laughs> what do you think this show is about? First of She's all? so proud of herself. Look at how proud she is. I just saw a side of Sam I've never seen. She started <laughs> laughing and covered her mouth with her hand. It was so coy. Like a dainty, sophisticated <laughs> woman. <laughs> That's not our Sam. That sure isn't. Sing me a song. <laughs> Peasants. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, fucked up. Yeah. So, Rachel, you've you've most recently seen the episode. What's it about? Yes, just one minute ago. Wait, can I just say something real quickly? What? Oh, it's got to be bad. At the end of the episode, I thought, (laughs) (laughs) Did you not hear him say underdogs got away? Underdog got away. There's a whole conversation as. Like an eighty foot balloon or something like that. An eighty foot dog shaped balloon. Big dog balloon. It didn't make a connection. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. Oh, okay. Goddamn. So, what actually happened is that most of them either have plans to leave or are like, "I'm not going to partake in Thanksgiving." But they all get stuck at home for various reasons, so they kind of last minute throw. And when I say they, I mean Monica last minute throws a Thanksgiving dinner together. They're all trying to pester her to make their traditional Thanksgiving. But when the underdog gets away, oh wow. <laughs> they all they all go out to see it. And for the first time ever, and maybe like one of two times in the entire season, series. the door yes, series. The door is locked. Yep. So they all get locked out of the apartment, and when they get back in, everything is burned and ruined, and Monica has a meltdown. Which doesn't make sense, because as soon as they get back to the door, Monica's like, the turkey's ready, the skin's gonna be crispy, the inside's gonna be juicy, and then, like, maybe 15 minutes later, they get into the apartment and everything's burned. 
How? Great point. Great point. How? Inaccurate. So inaccurate. So wow. stupid. The turkey Ooh. was the underdog in this episode. Sure was. <laughs> it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Sam, what's your favorite part of this episode? Oh, let me refer to my notes. I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> busy making a fish face with her mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. My favorite part was <laughs> the montage oh of Joey with BD. And then they were all coming back to the couch and they were like making fun of him. And I I don't I haven't decided who it is, but all I could think of was our group of friends and like who would be the one on the poster <laughs> that we were making fun of. Katie. Really yeah, Why me? You definitely have syphilis. I do not have syphilis. <laughs> prove it. Okay. Yeah, prove it. Yeah, Katie. I got tested actually a while ago. There you go. You could have it then. You could have it. I don't have it. What are the side effects? I don't know. Death. Who knows? Is one of them. Of syphilis? Really? You can, you can die, die from, from syphilis. syphilis. Isn't yeah, that like only... in the olden days if you don't treat it? Yeah, if you don't treat it. That's... Isn't that like dysentery on the Oregon Trail? No. Mm. And you can only test for it through your blood. Like hep C and HIV as well. Wait till Brian sees it pops up on his computer. <laughs> Are you Googling? I sure am. I hope I no pictures pop def- up. Ew, me either. Definitely going to. I can't Google oh, it on my work computer. I gotta look. It's drying? Drying. Yeah, it's like scabbing, oh. isn't it? It's like a Netflix? little, yeah. like a hole on a dick. Like a hole on a dick. Oh. A hole on a dick? Like if there's a dick and there's, I mean, it's like a scab, but it's very circular and like creviced. It's chronic. Yeah. Oh. Can you get rid of it? Oh, a canker. It's a canker so. on your dick. A canker? Yeah. Like a canker sore? Penicillin. Or just a canker. Huh. Oh, yeah. The canker will heal on its own. I can't think it here one more time. <laughs> what, is, what is it that I'm thinking that you can't get rid of? Uh, the clap. Guys, the first Herpes. stage involves a painless sore on the now. genitals, rectum, or mouth. Oh. Imagine a canker sore in your rectum. There's a video. No. Oh, Sam, don't, don't watch that video. Move on. Don't watch that video. <laughs> we gotta move on. Angie, what's your favorite part? <laughs> well, shoot. You know, it surprised me, my favorite part, because in the whole episode, I thought, which part did I laugh at the most? And it was when... Ross, so at this point in time, Carol's pregnant with Ross's child and is living with the the woman that Ross refers to as Carol's lesbian life partner, I think, is what he says. Uh, So Carol and Susan are living together and Ross goes to their apartment to pick up his skull. And my favorite part is basically like their Ross and Susan's entire interaction. Because it's just Mm -hmm. so funny, but it's, like, designed to be somewhat painful for Ross. It's, like, Mm -hmm. obviously at his expense, but it's so entertaining because he finds out that Susan has been, like, reading to the baby and talking to the baby in utero, which is weird that, like, Ross doesn't think that that's a thing. Like that the the baby baby can't hear him because science? That the baby can't hear him. And so then it becomes this, like, like somewhat competition that, like, since Susan is doing it, Ross has to do it, too. And that's also where my favorite quote comes from. But we'll we'll get to that later. But it's just, it's so funny that, like, just seeing the two of them interact made me laugh. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. That was real good. Yeah, that is a good part. They, I feel, I, so I think that they did a really good job of picking the actress to play Susan, because I feel like, and I... We've probably talked about this before, but I feel like their chemistry, and like for people that don't really like each other based on circumstances, yeah, and kind of purposefully like pester each other, yeah, they have really great chemistry, yeah, and, and it's, it's cute. Very so loud. At one point when what she's so loud when she Susan? talks, she's like yelling, oh. Oh. yeah, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I actually well. really liked when. Susan's life partner like came in to the apartment and they and Ross was singing to the baby like how sweet you made it to me Susan Carol yeah <laughs> that's what I was just talking about Sam when like later on when yes when Susan came back in when Carol was there and the baby mm-hmm. had just kicked 
Yeah. So Susan comes over to put her hand on Carol's stomach and Ross like slaps it away, like smacks the, the back of her hand. <laughs> and then she like playfully slaps him in the head. It's like, yeah, I there's, loved it. there's this dynamic of like, yeah, you two need to not like each other, but in a like pleasant and funny way where people are still going to yeah. like find it charismatic. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I'm the one without the boobies. It was very yeah. sweet. Yeah, know? that was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. I feel like they did, a, they did a really good job of, even though Susan and Carol's relationship is a, a source of jokes for the whole series. Yeah. I still think that they did a really good job of, even though like Ross doesn't like Susan because he feels like, what? Sam, what are you laughing at? Kay's face. <laughs> Hard not to laugh at that. <laughs> Even though <laughs> I was making fun of you, so it's fine. No. I mean, I, I a bit of a circle there. Circle jerk. What was I saying? You were talking about how a lot of times Carol and Susan's relationship is like comedic in nature. Yes. Um, and then they make it so that Ross clearly does not like Susan, and that's yeah. like a point that's yeah. made. I still feel like they did a good job of making Susan a strong character that can hold her own, but is not unlikable. Like, I think that she is likable. And I think that the way that she holds her own is very appropriate and very well done. Mm -hmm. So while they may not have handled the gay thing outwardly, like verbally that well, they did handle her character well, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Sure. What was your favorite part, Rachie? I wrote a lot of different things and then kept erasing them. But what I ended up on was the like the end scene where Joey is continuously ripping the bottom off of his VD, po- his one poster of like all the posters that he saw around. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like disease after disease after disease. Yeah. And then it finally gets to three Grammy winner. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Tony winner. Tony's. Oh, Tony. Are Tony Tony's in like time TV? Tony's Sexton. I thought that was for like Broadway. Emmys is daytime. Tony, yeah, Yeah. Tony is for like Broadway musicals, that sort of thing. Yeah, which is funny because he's well, he did that. He did Did that that one play. Did that one (laughs) musical about Freud? (laughs) All he wants is the schnitzel, something like that. (laughs) He envies the schwang. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic Freud. <laughs> yeah. Katie. My favorite part is that same scene that you guys just talked about. It's not the whole scene. It's just when Ross is touching the flowers and he's like perking them up and then Susan says something and he gets mad so he breaks a flower. <laughs> Oh my god, I did not even notice that. <laughs> I saw him like playing so with them, but funny. Yeah. He like looks away and then looks back and breaks on and then walks away. <laughs> I thought funny. he did the like classic Ross like head, head whip and like turn in the opposite direction. So cause I, <laughs> I like didn't see it right. Like I wasn't totally watching. So then afterwards Katie was like, no, he broke the flower. It didn't like break off, but he definitely like pulled it, it so that like it was drooping. <laughs> it was He's great. such a petty little bitch. It's funny. Yeah, he's he a is. petty little bitch. <laughs> Such a petty little bitch. A petty little bitch. Petty little bitch. Sam, what was your least favorite part? So I feel like I had a poll for this. I didn't easily have a least favorite part in this episode, but I did. When Rachel was going around and asking for tips early yes. was fucking mm-hmm. cringeworthy. Yes, yeah. like, that's my least favorite part. All your friends. Yes, like ask, I would my ask favorite all part is Rachel too. Like Twenty bucks. Rachel mm-hmm. was the worst in this episode. It was like, it was borderline she, begging. She, it was very she, uncomfortable. So she, fuck, the episode starts with her asking for a $100 advance on her salary. And then yes. salary. <laughs> her, her boss <laughs> takes her by the hand, doesn't answer her question, and just tells her that she's a terrible waitress. Says nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> says absolutely nothing else, but says that. I like that approach in management. Sure, it works. So then she goes to this regular and asks for an advance on her tips. Like, no. It's so weird. Oh, weird. No. It's so weird. I guess in her defense, this is 
she's still very new to working so maybe she oh, doesn't realize okay. how fucking weird she's being she's i don't know in her 20s yeah. she's not 14 you go to your five friends on a couch and you ask for 20 bucks a pop yeah so how much that was a flight to colorado also vale is like one of the most expensive places yeah well, um, I assume when she got there, her parent because she was going with her family, right? So I assume her parents were going to pay for everything. I don't know. That was, like, the beginning of my least favorite part, but of the whole episode, like, basically Rachel's entire storyline was my least favorite. Yep. Because she's asking strangers for this money. Clearly she wants to go, and her friends care about her, so they give her the money. Like, they all chip in, give her the money to go. She buy- Like, she says, thank you. Which is nice. She buys the ticket and then and then doesn't go. When they get locked out, gets pissed that she's stuck with them, and then she's like mm. mad at Monica for not having the keys. Got the keys. And then I also love that like she had to go buy a ticket. It was very much like that was like one of the things that was like this yeah. is a different time. Like she had to yeah. go physically leave, go somewhere. Purchased a ticket. And back. So ticket weird. in hand. Yes. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> that is weird. I was going to say something on that. What, what were you saying at the end there, Ange? Just that when they got, when they ended up getting locked out of the apartment. Right. Hence the reason why the turkey was burned and they missed mm-hmm. the flight and what have you. Rachel was like super pissed at kind of at all of them. Like they all ended up yelling at each other, but just like, pissed that she had to be stuck with her friends the same friends who Mm -hmm. chipped in to give her the money to go yeah i don't know i don't like rachel in the first few seasons yeah i felt like that whole scene was uncomfortable because it was like rachel was mad at everyone i think joey was mad at monica for like messing the food everyone was mad at monica i was like dude she just fucking tried to appease every single one of you and now you're mad at her for All not for like noon, yeah, for not even her fault, like just so weird. Just like you're all being little bitchy bitches. She was yeah. like done cooking. That turkey must have gone in the oven the night before, based on the size of it, because that Macy's Day parade starts at like 9 a.m. and then the turkey was done like two hours later while the parade was still happening. People get up at like 3 a.m. to pop that turkey. Yeah, yeah I know, but it was on the table last night. Last night when. Baby was touching it and telling Ross to stick his head in it. It was oh, on the table <laughs> last night. It was on the table last night. It was on um, the my last table. Part is also is also last Rachel night. just talking about Vale in general because she's a little spoiled bitch. And uh, <laughs> tell uh, him how you really feel. Tell him how you really feel. Call him 90, 91 hot. What's that? Hot ninety hot three seven. <laughs> tell him why you're mad. That was the funniest thing Danielle has ever said. To her brother Kenny. Why don't you call so Hot ninety three seven and tell him why you mad? Your younger brother is picking your drunk ass up at a bar. Your younger brother, and you don't want to leave. <laughs> and he's pissed. Why'd you call Hot ninety three seven so much? She <laughs> called him to pick her up. Yeah, and then decided I'm not ready when he got there. Danielle, that shit was wild. If you're listening right oh, now. Oh, God. God, remember when it. we could go to bars? That was the best. Oh, my God. Remember when we could go to bars? <sighs> no. Really? Today at the beach, we were talking about how funny it's going to be when JoJo is, like, 14, 15, 16 years old and able to, like, drive our drunk asses around. Oh, Not yeah. 14, but certainly <laughs> well, no, I know. But we were talking about... How funny it would be when she is 14 and then we were like 15 and then I was like, well, 16 when she can drive us. That's the ticket. That's what we want. So then I remembered that TJ just got his I already permit. booked him for us. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I already talked to him. I said, you cool with driving me and my drunk ass friends around? And he said, yeah. And I don't even think I had to bribe him with candy. Or I think with Jojo candy. Had, I, well, with Jojo, I'm gonna be like, "You want some MMs? Drive us to the bar." MMs. MMs. How old do you have to be to actually get your license here? Because it's not on your sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half is license. When I I don't know what it's like now. They may have changed it, but when I was getting my license, I got my permit. In the old days, I got my permit at. 
I got my permit at 15 and a half. And then on my 16th birthday, I went and I got my license. Cute. I learned how to drive in a minivan. Yeah, me too. And my dad's car in the parking lot where I broke my teeth. The fuck? While you were driving? No, I ran around Tell the car the story, and smashed my face into the ground. <laughs> you guys know Jeez. the story. I was running away from birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys. Also, I just double-checked with TJ. He's in. I just double-checked. <laughs> yeah, nice. he is. Nice. I think I technically learned to drive in my mom's Forester in my grandparents' orchard. Okay. When I was like 12. The orchard. They, my parents would take me down and I would drive yeah. through, like when there was no, um, it must have been corn fields, like just all dirt corn. they had lined up. When there was nothing there, I would just go out and drive in there. The running joke in my family is that I taught my sister how to drive when she was getting her license. She's two Who years is older, older than you? So. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> How Which is true. Happen? I don't know. I just, I I excelled in that area. So when she got her permit, I would uh, drive around in the front seat and tell her what she was doing and sometimes show her how it's done. Wow. You're a proud driver. You drive me around when it's snowing. Yeah, you uh, I mean, Angie is definitely the person that drives us most. We all slide yeah. on into her pussy. <laughs> and yeah, she'd be like, it's snowing out. You want me to get, you want to get in my puss? Hop in the puss. <laughs> yeah. When oh, in yeah. reality, Rachel's car is probably the best in the snow. It's never yes. not funny. <laughs> it's never not funny. It's, it's so wet outside. I need to get in that warm puss, girl. I literally, like three days ago, I was like, man, I miss Angie's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Dang so, so I saw one. Back. I saw a car that looks just like yours. Gotcha. Do we have to go back or should we just <laughs> let it lie? <laughs> Trivia question for the listeners. What do you think Andrew's puss is? What do you think it is? I mean, if it's not clear, I mean. <laughs> Could be anything. I don't remember how that, how or when that started, though. I, I would assume like drunkenly. Paint, or it looks so shiny. It just looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> and we, oh, I know what it was. We loaded so much in it. <laughs> Yes, it was a, a yeah. jam-packed full puss. We just kept stuffing it and stuffing. And you know what though? I think we had I think we had taken a trip. Like maybe we were camping or something. So it was real. It was real dirty on the inside. No, mm-hmm. I was with you, so we were not camping. <laughs> Great life. No, my right. Okay. We put a. You know, what we did. We put a lot of miles on your puss. Yeah, so we that did. Happened, mm. uh, that yeah, thing we did. has seen some uh, some traction. Yeah, she's she's had to be cleaned many a time. <laughs> you gotta hose girl. down that puss. Dirty girl. <sighs> oh my god, it's never not funny. funny. Okay. Let's anyway, we're on. doing a podcast here, right? <laughs> I, has everyone said their favorite or their least favorite part except me? Katie, have you gone? Yeah, remember? Rachel, Dale, being a bitch. Right. So <laughs> my... My least favorite part was just in general Ross's jealousy of Rachel or uh, of Rachel of um, Susan's like interactions with their unborn child with Ross and Carol's unborn child. That was your least favorite part. Yeah, I felt like it was so annoying that he was like, like first kind of shitting on what she was saying, and then he was like, "Oh, maybe I should try it," and then was like, "No, I don't want to do it." And then when Carol said, well, you don't have to do it just because Susan does it. And he was like, oh, I'll do it. And then you yeah. know, it was just I like everything. With, I disagree with that so bad. So much. So really? hard. You didn't find it irritating that Struggling? he was like such. It's just like the the interaction of him and Carol and him being like so frustrated so that insecure. she's there. Yeah. He's so insecure. But like because legitimately it's not, so. It's not Susan's baby legitimately so he's they're not sure. including him in things that they're doing with the baby agree, so sure but he also Let's doesn't live with Kate. carol and susan does so it makes sense that she might be doing something yeah but he didn't know about it it's not like they were like hey we're gonna try this new thing like would you like to join because you're an important part of this he had to like wedge yeah. his way in there i don't like who knows how long that had been going on i don't know i just like his his view of things sometimes is a little 
frustrating for me and I get that he is the father but it's like he doesn't want Carol to have any part of it even though she is or he doesn't want Susan to have any part of it even though she is Carol's legitimate at like long-term partner I think what's weird is that like Ross went from shitting on it like when that in that first scene when he's there and he's talking with Susan and she's like reading Yertle the turtle to the baby and Ross is like Mm -hmm. you read to the unborn child and they're like Mm -hmm. talking about it and then Ross is very much like against it then only because it's something that Susan is doing he decides that he wants to do it too and the like his like obvious struggle for how to talk to the baby is is odd and uncomfortable because mm-hmm. he's like you can see him like repositioning himself on the couch and like laying down he's talking they're trying to talk about where he should direct his voice yeah and then yeah then because what he was doing had an impact on the baby because the baby started kicking then he was all about it yeah i think it was just that he was so against it and then just because carol was doing it was like oh well i guess i should be doing this like it felt like he was only doing it because Carol was doing it, not because he thought like, oh, maybe this is like a way to connect to this baby before it's born. You right? Because he know. didn't think that that was a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Ross. Okay. Really okay. Irks me. Really irks. Yeah. Get you right in the gonads. Irks her. Yeah. So along that, along that same series of scenes is my favorite quote what is it get it so it's it's in that first ross and susan interaction when they're looking around for the skull and like literally looking like they're opening cabinets and looking at book bookshelves and underneath things (laughs) and ross goes over to the bookcase and is looking for this skull and says you sure do have a lot of books about being a lesbian (laughs) That's my favorite quote, and that's and then, my no, favorite no, quote. No, that's not mine. The next uh, one, the next one, yeah. Susan's retort to that. And she says, yeah, you have to take a course. Otherwise, they don't let you do it. And it was just <laughs> like, she didn't hesitate. Like, she had that waiting. And she was just like, fuck you, Ross. Mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian. Yeah, that was also that whole interaction of Ross starting with the book down to yep. Susan saying that was my favorite. I was yeah. wondering if Rachel had any books on being a lesbian. Me? Oh, great question. Yeah. Did you take the course? I have taken the course many times. So actually, <laughs> I Did have fail. You have to repeat it? No, I just Are you continue instructing it, it now? because it's so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I'm a teacher. Look at that. So I actually have a book well, first, I can see on my bookshelf, I have a book called Dyke Drama, but okay. I also have a book that my sister's ex-girlfriend wrote and her, I think, oh. I think they broke up, but at the time, her girlfriend illustrated called Lesbian Sex Haikus, I believe. What? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, I fucking should, I, should I get it? And should I read some? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ah, One wait. moment, please. Is it numbered by page? Can we just yeah, give you numbers? Yeah, we're going to pick a page. Okay, Rachel, go get the book. Get it and find out. Go get the book. We'll each pick a page. Okay. I have misquoted the title. The title okay. is actually The Lesbian Sex Haiku Book, and then in parentheses, with cats. What? <laughs> oh, my God. How many pages is it? My sister's ex-girlfriend, Anna Pulley, wrote this. 146. Excellent. Wow. A lot of haiku. <laughs> and her... I think now ex-girlfriend, but I think they're still friends. Kelsey Byer illustrated it. So Great. should you give me a page? Yeah, yes. we're all going to do one. Okay. Same. 11. Start. 11. 11 is the page of what are you thinking? It's this page with this cat picture. Hello, cat. Of course, I have the cat. Pushing. Should I read 10? No. You're going to no. read 22. 22. Okay. Let's see. There are a few on this. Should I read all the ones that are on this page? No, the first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'll read the first one of the, like, they're kind of broken up into sections. So, like, halfway down, it starts a new section. So I'm going to read the one under that. So the section is foolproof lesbian pickup lines. 
the oh, first haiku in this is of course i read cunt which must be a book i don't know i'm a bad lesbian so I of course i read cunt painting with menstrual blood was transformative <laughs> oh <laughs> wait a minute cunt. wait a minute can you read that again please slowly y- yes of course i read cunt new line yeah i assume angie is counting is making sure this is a haiku That's painting fact, with menstrual right? blood new line was that's only six syllables that's not a proper haiku painting with menstrual that might be menstrual 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 i would say menstrual how many is it supposed to be five and then seven and then five let's look at how many syllables are menstrual how do you properly pronounce the word menstrual 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 i I think as you just said it menstrual that's not how you say it though is that how you spell it yeah m-e-n-s-t-r-u-a-l google says three syllables in menstrual also, okay, Menstrual. so the book Cunt, A Declaration of Independence. Cunt is a Declaration of Independence is a 1998 feminist book by Inga Musico that called for the breakdown and the boundaries between women and sexuality. Huh. I like that. Interesting. You are a bad lesbian. I am. You better get on that book, girl. And I know. your page. 69. <laughs> of course. You didn't think ours are funny, though, but we'll tell you why after. Okay. okay so i'm gonna read the beginning of this so this section starts at the top of the page and it says innovative lesbian is sorry innovative lesbian date suggestions so that's the topic then there's a paragraph that says avoiding bed death in a long-term relationship can often be a struggle so rough yeah, the following lesbian-approved date ideas are here to help. They're crafty, cheap, and include little-known lady aphrodisiacs sure to stoke your gal's fires and possibly convince her to donate more regularly to UNICEF. Win-win. Wow. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to hear it. The first one is called Have a Cow, and then in parentheses, of the sea. The haiku is Attend Fundraiser for Conventionally Unattractive Manatees. <laughs> the next one is shopping the title is shopping a suburban outlet mall the haiku is visit hot topic pretend you're not immensely enjoying yourself (laughs) the next one is called forever 21 spelled f-u-r-r-e-v-e-r the haiku is brainstorm names for the all flannel pet boutique you'd like to own one day and I should say that on this page, there's a picture of a cat and some roses and a card that says, happy one week anniversary. I love you. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's funny. That's fucking funny. Uh, it's just so it, accurate. It's so accurate. And the cat looks real mad. It's pretty funny. <laughs> was there another page? No, that was all we had. Oh, how lesbian sex works. Okay, why don't you read up on that later and learn some things? <laughs> what were pages 11 and 12? What was the significance of that? that we were thinking like, scissor, like scissoring. So 11 22. would be like one. And then oh, yeah. Or it could be like this. That's pretty funny. For those of you that can't see, Katie is putting her fingers in a V on her mouth and licking between them. <laughs> have that syphilis never seen that from you before kate what a treat that was she's not even drunk she's frisky business kate did do we have any other favorite quotes i don't have a favorite quote because i forgot what it was okay why are you yelling wow i forgot then do you have a fun fact i have three Ooh, three fun facts go ahead okay the first one is this is the first episode that we see new Carol. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And no huh, one... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So before, she was some other lady who went off to do bigger and better things, which she did not do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they replaced her with new Carol, who stays for the entirety of the series. Well, until like season six-ish. When they yeah. never come back. <laughs> we never yeah. see her again. My second fun fact is the song that Ross is singing, at least the first 
part of it is the song The Monkeys by The Monkeys. Hey, hey, hey we're the hey, monkeys. monkeys. And then he uh, the monkey around. just makes up words for the rest of it. Yeah. And then Steve's idea for a fun fact would be, what's the darkest cheese in the world? Because Chandler makes grilled cheeses for everyone for Thanksgiving. And he asked who wants light cheese or dark cheese. So I looked up the darkest cheese in the world and it is <laughs> gross looking black and it's called black as coal cheddar and it's a cheddar cheese that's in mature and infused with car- charcoal and the taste of it that I read from someone is it's a little bit more salty with a stronger smell and the texture is thicker and the charcoal adds a bitter sensation that you've never tasted before. <laughs> I hate that description. I hate thicker. I yeah, hate I don't like thicker. You lost me at thicker. What? But it's so weird. So look it up. Black charcoal. What did I say? Black as what? Charcoal. Black as coal. I had a wedding, or I had a cheese at my wedding that had like a truffle in it, but it was like yeah, lines that's not of it. That black as coal cheddar. I feel like I have that. seen that before. Black as coal cheddar. Um, I have a fun fact. Go <gasps> hear it. What is it? Okay, so I guess it's a spoiler alert, but I've never seen it, so it doesn't make sense. What? <laughs> so, in a later episode called The One with Mrs. Bing, you can see the same posters with Joey on them, and it says yes. what Mario isn't telling you, and Phoebe and Monica are, like, walking across the street, and you can see it in the background. Yes, Whoa. I remember that. Whoa. What episode, what what season is that in? Uh, I don't know. Uh a couple Four? of episodes later. So oh, okay. Okay. Oh my god, this cheese is so dark. <laughs> it's black. I'm pretty sure they're like walking across the street from the coffee house and you can see it. Or they're like crossing the street and you can see it on a building across the street from them. Huh. Another fact I saw was that so Terry, Rachel's boss, is only brought up one more time in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. when Gunther tells Rachel that Terry wants her to do the waitress training again. So you don't even see him. It's just yeah. like he is mentioned by And then I feel like more. Gunther just owns that shit after that. <laughs> yes. I was it was weird to see him. I didn't know about him. Terry or Gunther? Terry. I was wondering that when they first showed him because I didn't have any memory of him in any other episode. Yeah. So I have a question. So you're saying Carol, we don't see her again? We no, do. We do. The original Carol. The original Carol in the beginning was that like lady with the long. Remember when she came to tell Rocks that she was pregnant and he was setting up the like the caveman exhibit. Yes, that's a different person. Yeah, the person now is different. Is that Jane Sibet? So that's who it is now. Now who it is is Jane Sibet? The blonde. So Anita Barrett was the other person. Yes. Yeah. So she ended up going to the Jeff Foxworthy show because she wanted to be a regular cast member. Oh. Huh. That came out like, I don't remember long, her on like there. recently, wasn't it? The Jeff Foxworthy show was recent? When no. was that on? Like early 2000s, maybe? Okay, well, she left I in 1994. Like I, I feel in like I was in the same era. Yeah. Sure. Huh. Weird. I don't remember her on that. 1995. Weird. Oh, also, didn't. Was it Chandler that came up with a, a like a little line about Blossom? Yeah. When yeah. was Blossom on? Which is hilarious because I was just talking about Blossom. 1990 Blossom. Blossom's such a good show. Yeah, so it was around the same time. Like the same exact time. Same exact oh, time. Oh, a little bit before, maybe. Huh. Does anyone have more fun facts? They're not fun. Do you have more unfun facts? <laughs> no, I have no more facts. <laughs> Does anyone have any guest star information? Oh, I do not. Nah, just Jane or whatever her name is. What's her name? Jane Sibet. Yeah. I looked into the... Uh, I didn't look at whatever she did. That other perfume lady. I forget what, perf- oh, yeah. what perfume yeah. she sprays. She, she yeah. wasn't in anything that uh, noteworthy. She was in a lot of one-offs. She kind of, as I was watching it, I was like, she kind of reminds me of Kathy, a future oh, character. Yeah. And I think yes. it might just be the hair, but... Yes. So the boss, that weird guy, what do we say? His name is Terry. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was in Ah Real Monsters. You guys remember that? What? Who did he play? Oh, great show. I don't he sure know. was. No, it may not have been a regular. What does it say? I ah, don't think 
I don't Herbie think Hinkle. Yeah, I think it I was just one episode. Uh, he was also Ow. an Alf. Ah, Alf. Alf. And also Murder She Wrote because every person at Murder She Wrote <laughs> Murder, was she wrote. the S- SVU before SVU was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It was literally it was like the SVU the, of the 90s. The yes, SVU of like of the 90s. Person, like if you have it, if you don't have like credit for Murder She Wrote, you're not an actor. You know what else was the SVU of the 90s though? What? SVU because it was on in the 90s. <laughs> Are you serious? Murder yeah. She Wrote was on in the eighties. It started in like ninety seven, didn't it? I think so. Wasn't was Murder She Wrote the one with the lady with the curly hair? I mean Angela Lansbury. Nineteen eighty four, Murder She Wrote, prior to our birth. When did wow. uh, the first episode of SVU air? Ooh, nineteen ninety nine. Later than I thought. Yeah, Ooh, still the nineties. <laughs> wrote was fifteen years before. You had to get a stepping stone in there. Yeah. Sure. There have been 481 episodes of SVU. That's so fucked up. 481? 481. Guys, they got renewed for, I think, like, three more seasons. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's just so good. The newer episodes are really good, so you guys should probably watch them. They're on Hulu. Oh, side note. Jojo was singing the theme song of Golden Girls while it was on in the background today. I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. So I looked up, first I looked up Carol's, the person that plays Carol, but first I'm going to talk about the person that plays, uh, sorry. First I looked up the person that plays Susan, but up right now I have Jane Sabet, the person that played Carol. She was on The Nanny, which, as I see pictures, I vaguely remember. She was Morgan Faulkner slash Marcy Feldman, which I'm not really sure what that means. Wait, who was? Carol or Susan? Carol. Huh. And it's marked as only 1997. Yeah, it must have been, like, single episodes. (gasps) Yeah, it's just weird. On her IMDb, it... She may have gone out on a date with Maxwell Sheffield. God, I fucking love The Maybe that's what it is. Sheffield it's such a good show Mm, I see my confusion yeah and then what was the other thing that I wanted to say that she was in it takes two it takes takes oh my god with American Affleck yep and Kirstie Alley yep yep such a good movie (laughs) and then so we never talked about as a guest character because she's not a guest character but I think because she's not a main character Susan So apparently she was in Jessica Jones, which I watched, and I don't remember her from that. Really? Yeah. I also I think that. she might have been like a, it might have been a one-off or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to get back to it now. But she was also in that movie Limitless, which I did not Ooh, see. But that's a great movie. Is that with Bradley Cooper? I, never saw that. I think so with that pill that yeah. you can take. Oh, like, yeah. It's like Adderall on crack. Yeah. Who is she in that movie? I don't know. So I haven't seen it. Wait, are we talking about Jane or are we talking about the other one? Susan. Her name is Jessica Hecht. 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 Oh, Hecht. Okay. Hecht. Hecht. Is that how you pronounce that? Yes. Yeah. We went to school with Jeff Hecht. Oh, <laughs> weird. But the kicker of what she's been in. The kicker. Was, and I am shocked because you literally just finished shocked. this. Breaking Bad. Really? Oh, yeah, God, she's yeah, Gretchen I know. I know. whatever. Yeah, because she walked on screen and I said, Angie, is that Susan? And I was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yeah, it is. And Angie's like, yeah, that's Susan. Wild. So yeah. wait, Sam, you watched Breaking Bad, right? No, Brian did. Okay. She's also going to be in the next, um, the next season of The Sinner. Ooh, what a great show. She was also in Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Obviously. There's literally <laughs> not even a picture of her in Jessica Jones. You cannot. So she played Audrey Eastman. Yeah, there's not even a picture of her on IMDb. She's also in Blind Spot, which is a great show. That is a good one. Audrey Eastman is a jewelry manufacturer in New York City who lost her mother in the Chitauri. Apparently, she told Jessica Jones, you're not gifted, you're a freak. She had four quotes. I don't know. She had four quotes. Wow. That's something you don't want to say, Jessica Jones. You don't. Sure is not. Sure is not. Did anyone have any fashion and hair comments? Two yep. vests. <laughs> Only two, yeah. huh? Two vests. Yeah, the uh, the vest count has been going downhill. Yeah, yes, which is good. Is it good? 
Yeah. Is it good? It is good. The only comment that I made about it was that the clothes and the hair seem to be getting a little bit better. And I wonder if that's because they're I agree. Into, I, I agree with they're that. in winter. Yeah, that's so. how I felt like when I saw Monica today. I was like, all right, girl. Yeah, she's normal. got her, like, her hair is kind of like her, like, soft, mm-hmm. slightly, like, quaffed, yeah. but not quaffed. I don't know the word for it. Out, but not out. It's not like we're out, but we're out. <laughs> Joey's hair was the only, like, it suddenly is long and, like, yep. like highly gelled, kind of like yep. Ross's. Yep. Ew. Wet hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you get Angela? Hello. Angela. You got any holes in the plot? Well, plot. do I? So I went. Of course she does. I went a bit deep. Uh, As you do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear. But so I have a list to read from. <laughs> well, I, I had discovered that. So the, the reason why they all get locked out of the apartment was because underdog, not the underdog, but Just underdog, like the balloon gets loose and is floating above Manhattan. And so I discovered that in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Underdog's last appearance was in 1984, which was... Way before that. Ten years before this episode even aired. Uh-huh. So that uh, prompted a bit, of, a bit of research, and I found a list. The list was entitled Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade Mishaps. Ooh, yeah. So, stay tuned. In 1997, the cat in the hat balloon hit a lamppost. I remember that. Broke, it broke the lamppost and the piece of metal flew off, hit someone in the head, fractured her skull. She was in a coma oh for a God. month and later oh sued Macy's God. for $395 million in damages. Yeah, she Holy did. Holy Get it, girl. Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. Those balloons are fucking crazy. Yep. In 1957, um, there was an incident with the Popeye balloon. His hat um, filled up with rainwater during the parade. <laughs> so as they were parading, it had to go somewhere. So it like dumped out onto everybody that was watching the parade. <laughs> <laughs> In 2012, there was another incident between Uncle Sam and Spider-Man. Anybody remember oh, that one? No. Did he so, want you? <laughs> he wanted <laughs> he wanted Spider Man's face in his butthole, and that's what he got. Yeah, hell because yeah, Spider Man was behind Uncle Sam he's and like got a little bit too right? close. Yeah, so Spider Man is like yeah. crouching, and he's like flying through, and Uncle Sam is yeah. also horizontal, kind of like reaching out, I think. And so at one point, Spider Man was like literally right up in Uncle Sam's butthole. Like, his face was right there in it. Uh, uh, um, a little bit gay. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> a little bit gay. Kermit the Frog deflated in 1985. He had a 24 foot... Oh, excuse me. He was 24 feet wide. But then he uh, somehow cut his, like, belly open and just totally deflated. <laughs> Sam came back to cut, cut the his belly, belly open. open. <laughs> And that same year, in the same parade in 1985, one of Superman's arms ripped off. Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that crazy? How? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. It just it got caught on something and it ripped off. So the rest of the float was just like <clears throat> flapping in the breeze. That's hilarious! Wow. Sonic the Hedgehog in 1993 hit a lamp post and it landed on an off-duty police officer and broke his shoulder. Holy shit. Is he shit. also super $395 million? I don't know about his settlement. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, same year, 1993, there was a Rex the Dinosaur balloon and he popped. Not Rex, Rex the like Dinosaur from, from, Toy, from Toy, Story? Toy Story. No, oh. different different guy. He was from the 1993 animated film, We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Rachel. Oh, yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, Barney also deflated in 1994. He ripped his side open on a lamppost. Uh, the M&M balloon. I was just going to say poor Barney. Yeah. Uh, the M&M balloon hit a streetlight and injured a pair of sisters. 
A lot of streetlight incidents. Yeah. 2005. Yeah. It's like the third or fourth it. one. And uh, in 2006, SpongeBob got punctured and deflated along the way. Wow. Those are some expensive ass accidents. And that's yeah. all she wrote. So I went to New York City like probably like four years ago. And <laughs> I met up with my, some of my friends from home. Two friends that still live in Flagstaff that are married came out. And then one of our best friends from high school who lives in Atlanta now flew up Atlanta, and we were like oh my god the macy's day parade maybe we should go see it and it's nothing i've ever been interested in but i was like well it might be cool like i don't know how big they are they're probably giant and we got there at the end and all of the floats were just deflated on the uh, side of the road <laughs> so, so sad, sad. <laughs> it's so sad yeah i think we went to a really delicious buffet and got a little bit drunk instead sure that's better yeah. And do you have anything more? No, that's all I got. Hey, Sam, who yes. are you going to marry, fuck, and Wait kill? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, it's time oh, for marry, fuck, kill. We're going to oh. marry, fuck, and kill. It's time for marry, fuck, kill. Okay, go on. <laughs> Maybe Eric should do the music for that as well with you what just you singing in our background. We don't need Eric. Who's going to be and sing on top of the piano? <laughs> No Shit. offense, Eric. So we don't funny. need Eric. Anyways. <laughs> Things really took a turn for me this week. Maybe it's because we've taken a couple weeks off and it feel really different. Um, sure. I would marry Monica because the amount of work in the potatoes. Mm-hmm. Yep. The fact that she was going to do it like a tater tot. Like, was she going to make those tots fresh? We never of even, course. like. There's no way she can go to the grocery store and get them. Exactly. So yeah. I was like, you're going to make a fresh tot. You're going to make mashed potatoes with lumps. You're going to make another set of mashed potatoes with Phoebe's fucking weird ass shit. So I was like, all right, girl, you're trying so hard. And when she had a breakdown in the hallway, I was like, you're obnoxious, but you're correct. Um, Correct. I would would fuck Joey because I liked his tater tot story. I wrote it down here. (laughs) That's what I got. I got nothing else for you. But what if he does have VD? We will just Google it. It'll clear three to six weeks. So you just don't touch his canker dick. I mean, if he's got like, if he's got like holes in his dick. (laughs) If anyone has VD, it's Joey. Swiss cheese dick. It's Joey. (laughs) Swiss cheese dick. Then I would kill Chandler, which is very unpopular for me. I don't like that. I disagree with you. I because love his like, story about divorce and pumpkin pie. I was like, "Shut up! You're not gonna wait fucking till, eat Thanksgiving." Wait till later when you not. see the reenactment of that thing. <laughs> so okay. great! I also, one of the only episodes of Friends that I've ever watched is the Thanksgiving one with the maternity pants, and I love that scene so much. <laughs> and I was wondering if that was this episode. I was like, "Are the maternity pants coming? Like it's Thanksgiving? Are the maternity mm-hmm. pants coming?" I was excited about it. Anyways, that's what I would do. Great, Mary, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, who would you marry? Fuck kill. Okay, don't try to <laughs> sing my lyrics. Those are copyrighted oh, lyrics. So sorry. Anyway, I too <laughs> would marry Monica because if she would put in the effort to make three yes. different types of potato yeah. dishes, good for her. She's like, gonna give you what you want. What else is she gonna do? Damn, Monica. She's gonna suck you dry. <laughs> She's going to suck you dry. <laughs> Easier than prepping all those potatoes. Easier than prepping all those potatoes. Everyone looks happy and pleased except for Katie who is shaking her head. <laughs> and and frowning. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said what I said. You should but have said it. Either way, the results are the same. You just fall asleep. You either eat all those potatoes or you get sucked dried and you just fall asleep. You're getting sucked dried. Sucked yep. dried. Different on the front end. <laughs> sucked dried. I would, yes, yeah, so I'd marry Monica. I would, I'd fuck Ross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unpopular. I know. I'm just curious. <laughs> Why are you oh, curious today? I don't know. <laughs> today he was less annoying than the other times and other episodes. I think you're curious because he's so sad that you just feel bad for him. She throws him like a sympathy. Pity him a little bit. A pity. It's not 
who would you pity fuck this week? Actually, in my notes, it does say pity fuck. <laughs> Imagine if it did. <laughs> I would kill Rachel because she's the fucking worst in this episode. And I can't 100%. wait until she stops sucking and gets better as a human. But then, like, really sucks at the end. Mm. Yeah, I mean, she's, like, toxic. <laughs> always a little selfish, but she does get better in time. Sure, sure. It'll all get better in time. Isn't that a song? No. I'm drunk. That sounds right. I'm pretty sure it's a song by Leo. Katie, Lewis. who would you marry fucking kill? I would marry Ross, because I feel like he's a little sweet in this episode with the baby. Better in time by Leona Lewis. I was right. Great. Great. I would fuck Chandler because I thought he was funny in this episode, although I cannot remember the quote that he said that I liked. So there's that. <laughs> and I would also kill Rachel because she sucks and spoiled it's bitch. A- Jesus. Strong words. She wow. is. Yeah. Shoop, shoop, shoop. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. All right. I would also marry Monica. Wow, she is very yeah giving in this episode yes. and like it's a true testament. I mean, I think like throughout the whole series, she's very like yes. giving. She yes. always has people over. She's always feeding people. But this is like, she's a she chef. clearly loves her. Yeah, but she clearly loves her friends and wants them to be happy. She's like Sam. Yeah, she does remind me of Sam That's in that. very sweet. Will you all marry me? Nah. Yeah, well, I mean, last week, was, yeah. last weekend, we all got together and Sam said, what should I get from Target? And I said a bunch of things from my childhood and Sam got all of them and I ate them and it was delicious. <laughs> they included, but we're not limited to gushers. Yep. Yeah, those are good. Fruit turds. Snacks. She means fruit snacks. Okay. Don't just say fruit turds. Spider-Man ones? Spider-Man. Fruit snacks. And I think there was something else. I can't remember what. Chips? <laughs> you picked out which kind of chip. There were gummy bears, but that was Steve. I wish I had those. Mm, me too. I want a sweet treat. I want a cupcake right now. I'm going to have a oh. sweet treat after this. Uh, yeah. I think I'm going to have to have a shower and then a popsicle <laughs> after this. I am sweating. Gross. It's so hot. It is. It would be my third shower of the day. Oh my god. Over showering, Rachel. Due to sweat. But you're not walking all your bits. Mary, fuck you. Okay, so Mary, Monica, fuck Susan. She sassed Ross, and I love sass. I think it's so hot. And I thought, mm, girl, yeah. You must think I'm really attractive. You're very scary. (laughs) (laughs) And it went the other way there. <laughs> I've never seen that. If she loves it, from she loves sass from a very particular person, and will fucking rip your face off if you sass her from a different person. So it's not That's the true. sass that gets you. <laughs> it's who the sass is coming from. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh it's man, Ross already loves sass. That's true. Katie just left the hardest she's ever laughed on this podcast. I think. I did not laugh. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> when I said you're scary, wow. what you a went, discrepancy. <laughs> what a discrepancy. I'm going to play it back. Oh, when I edit God. this, I'm going to play it back for you. Anyways, okay. Mary Monica, fuck Susan, fucking kill Chandler. He me too. pissed me off in the beginning when wow. Joey comes in with makeup on. And he's like, he makes a comment about it, which I was like, okay, you asshole. And then he asks him what he's doing, like why he's wearing it. And Joey's like, oh, now I'm an actor and I'm a model. And Chandler says, oh, I was thinking more like Joey Tribbiani, man slash woman. I was like, you piece of shit. You piece of shit. Yeah, I agree with you. At the end. Oh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. 1994. Yeah, but still, (laughs) at the end, I wrote in all caps, I will kill him. <laughs> when I was at Monica that was like, you're taking all the pilgrim like holidays off. I was like, is mm-hmm. he, is he woke? If he will, like, is, is Chandler, he, you know, like anti Columbus, no. but nah, he's just nah. Be a little bitch. No, it's because all like every Thanksgiving, I think they say this every Thanksgiving, his, yeah, his parents, parents would fight and stuff, guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he found out his parents. Yeah. No, he's not woke. He's, He's in this episode, murder worthy. 
she'll kill you. It's aggressive. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, it pissed me off, and there was nothing redeeming enough to change my mind throughout that episode. So he even had this awful shirt. Awful shirt. Those are super expensive. The one in the apartment where it's the bowler the shirt white. with the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Charlie yep. Sheen shirt. That's the worst. Yes, exactly yeah. Like they're Ooh. so fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. It's so what? weird because they're, they're so, so ugly. So ugly. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn. Wow, guys. How do people get in touch with us, Rachel? Oh, yeah. well, there's a lot of options. You can email <laughs> us at drinkingwithfriendspod at gmail.com. Woo-hoo. You can find us on Instagram, Woo-hoo. Facebook, or Twitter. <clears throat> Tell us what you don't like. Tell us which of us you would marry, fucking kill. That's what I, I want to know. Hear what they don't Ooh. like. I don't give a fuck what they don't like. Wait, like which of the four <laughs> of us would marry, fuck, or kill? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be dead every time. Yes. Dead every time. 100%. Nobody here can defend that. That's 100% accurate. You know what? Just say fuck or marry because we already know you're kill. Don't even waste your time. You know who Katie is? Katie is April character on on, Parks and Rec. No. Katie's (laughs) the character on, oh my god, South Park. Kenny. Katie, Katie's gonna get killed every every episode. That is, we kill Kenny. I never watched. <laughs> At one point, that Kenny was just dead. It's so good. It's so good. Is it? Okay. Yeah, like seasons Pretty one good. through three are terrible, but after that, the commentary on social life rush it. Anyways, all good. Come to an end, and <laughs> I know that I really appreciate what we've done here. Y'all do too. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty. No, no. What the four of us? Oh yeah, yeah like, the other three of us. Yeah. yeah, we nailed it. Totes nailed it. Couldn't have done better. Yeah. <laughs> not, not better at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little. Nope. Tune in next week to find out what Ross is up to, and we'll uh, see y'all next Tuesday. Cut. See you next Tuesday. Oh my god, that's perfect for that haiku. <laughs> <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Drinking with Friends podcast. Artwork was created by Devin Boulay and music by Eric Koloski. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Drinking with Friends podcast, on Twitter at Drinking with Pod, and email us at drinkingwithfriendspod at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening and see you next Tuesday.